0: All right, welcome back everybody. This is the Sin City Sports Podcast. Uh, We have a special guest this week, uh, Nick Branch, concussion rehab specialist, dealing a lot with uh, athlete-related head injuries and uh, rehab and things of that nature. And today with NFL and a lot of different sports uh, head injuries in the news, it's kind of a a big topic. So we thought we'd have Nick on here to explain a little bit about what he does and uh, what his background is in sports. So welcome, Nick.
1: Thank you, Tom. I'm really glad to be here. I'm glad to shed a little light from my perspective on concussion and how to recover, what to look for, there are ways to prevent and get some really good information about uh, concussion and uh, also talk a little bit about going forward, uh, chronic traumatic encephalopathy, CTE. Gotcha.
0: And uh, explain a little bit, what was your background, what brought you out here to Las Vegas, um, how long you've been out here for and what you kind of do right now.
1: Right. and my Graduate work is my degree is in physical therapy, so I did undergrad uh, back in Maryland and kinesiology. My graduate work was in physical therapy, and uh, from there, I knew I wanted to do neurological rehabilitation. I had a strong connection, having a history of a couple of bad concussions uh, growing up, and that sort of tied everything in for me as I was uh, going through graduate school. And knowing that I wanted to do neurologic, I, I was really attracted to brain rehabilitation. So, uh, immediately after I finished graduate school, I started working in a really complex brain injury clinic, looking at uh, individuals or athletes, individuals that were car accident related, head injuries, military. And from there, it's just snowballed. I've had a lot of great opportunities uh, over in the Washington, D.C. metro area my first seven years of practice building programs concussion related and then uh, moved out here to the Vegas area about three and a half years ago just because there was a really great opportunity to bring some expertise in the uh, baseline assessment uh, I little background I do a lot with professional and collegiate athletes have done a lot in that realm and but there's individuals that you know are high school middle school, as you said, Dave and I have young children, so you know, there's a lot of concerns about concussion in our really young population. So uh, that's what really brought me out here, is to really you know build up a really solid program from middle school peewee all the way up to the professional ranks in you know, how we assess and treat concussion. So my first uh, job right out of grad school was working in a specialized brain injury clinic with a lot of concussion, both in the car accident Sports realm and the military, particularly where we were located in Virginia. Yeah, so, so not just sports, you do other things oh, besides,
0: yeah. uh, you know, people in accidents, things like sure, that. Uh, sure, You know, uh, um, that makes total sense. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say around the years you mentioned. For me, as a as a fan of sports, mm-hmm. um, I'm from Tomahawk, Wisconsin. Uh, Mike Webster the That's nfl right. center is actually mm-hmm. born in tomahawk wisconsin he's not from there he went to school right next there's like a small town so he, he's from there but not from there right. but anyway as we knew who he was as a local person hey he's from tomahawk well in the 90s he started to have issues with the people who knew of his family and things like that where he was like um leaving his family for a year for you know months or a year on end living in his truck even though he had money things like that um you know mentally not the same person ended up um having to have his adult son like who was like in college take care of him until he finally um, died. I, I think he, I don't know if he committed suicide or died of natural causes um, from the, from his brain injuries. He's one of the first athletes that people noticed from the steel right. curtain 70s mm-hmm. that was having issues in the 90s and they talk about it, but we didn't know as much and then in the early 2000s when he passed right. it seems like after that um, the next thing I remember being a professional wrestling fan was the Chris Benoit right. incident in 2007, I believe. So yep. that was a hot button issue mm-hmm. at the time. At first, they kind of tried to paint it off as as roid rage, right? And said this, but they said no. Actually, after the study of his brain, they said, "Here's a guy who was t- taking falls every night on his head for the most part." Um, when they studied his brain, um, he had the brain of an 80 year old man with dementia. And he was what 42 years old or 43 years old, right? Right, so. and
1: that's and that's the the crazy thing, uh, the brain, and that's the thing that attracts me so much to the brain is that it's it controls so many aspects of us that are emotional and cognitive our thinking ability our ability to reason and a lot of these individuals you may chalk it up to roid rage as in the case of benoit or okay you know you're having money struggles like uh, you're struggling addressing to retirement things like that and you're not able to kind of pick up all right, these are some signs of something going on actually in the brain, something deeper, something's physiologically there. It's not just, uh, you know... All right, he's having trouble adjusting. There's something uh, there that physically wasn't there uh, five, ten years ago that's starting to progress and creep up, and that's where the degeneration and that CTE, and you start to hear that. And now, ten years later, you know, how scared everyone is in the sports realm, uh, f- seeing all of the, you know, the athlete suicides and the – Dave Durson, and uh, Andre Waters, you're Andre an Eagles Waters. fan. Yeah, I remember, yeah. he He's an amazing player, and he's he, not
0: – Forties, what? Late forties, early fifties. Right. And same p- plan where they said, you know, all of a sudden started acting erratically, you know, for f- a few years. People didn't really know what was up. And then all of a sudden shot himself, right? He Correct. Came into, along with Dave Duerson as well. Right. right. And also guys that weren't necessarily – some of them like Dave Duerson were pretty successful after his right. career. Um, junior
1: Sale. Yeah, or Junior Sale, yeah. great yeah. example yeah. of
0: guys that – and guys that we weren't going through, you know, oh, he was, you know, having money problems right. or – this or that was adding up. It was like, why are these guys that were seemingly stable, successful, stable with families yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. things successful like that, anyways, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, doing this to themselves, you know what I mean? And that's one well, of the things look deeper into their brains. And I know a lot of these athletes have donated their brains to different uh, foundations. We were talking the car over here, Christopher Nowitzki, another yep. professional wrestling tie-in. Um, what's the name of his? Uh, do you know off the top of your I think I have it written down here. The um, co-founder of the concussion legacy, legacy foundation. Concussion,
1: legacy. And, you know, interesting. Uh, Chris Nowitzki, I had a chance to uh, hear him speak personally, uh, maybe about seven, eight years ago, and uh, they're doing great work with getting a lot of the, you know, a lot of the retired athletes, Don't a lot to of these athletes, early, right? To to donate, donate. donate, early. So you know, get the paperwork in to commit to this research to help their fellow athletes. Mm-hmm. You know, because right now, uh, as we're getting to different points in the research, the only way to really diagnose. CTE is post-mortem, meaning right after death. So that's, that's the scary part of that. So uh, Chris Nowiski and their work with um, the Concussion Legacy Institute a uh, lot of great work in pushing this out there and i mean he was he was out there so i'm in fairfax virginia he's an athlete he uh, went to harvard, harvard went to becoming a, a professional wrestler, wrestler
0: yeah. had a major major injury that oh, they yeah. said you shouldn't be wrestling anymore because you've really messed up your brain and he was a guy with not that you have to be intelligent background but he had that harvard sure. background said hey i want to learn more about why i'm feeling What's this way on, and yeah. things like that w- what and can i do
1: this yeah and, and we'll we'll get to talk a little bit more about that that's the scariest thing is you know now we've sort of shifted over the last five years this almost seems like so we're kind of talking on the way in like a death sentence right now and um you know you hear concussion you hear cte there's high alert high alert if you're an athlete if you're a professional athlete
0: already making money and someone says hey you have a concussion you're like hey if i have to retire where am i going to make my money right is my contract going to be voided if it's not a guaranteed contract correct we've some of the problems in the NFL is trying to well, we'll get an NFL over here in a second, but with their independent doctors and things, mm-hmm. the Russell Wilson situation from I think it was two seasons ago when he got his bell rung, yep. and he was supposed to according to the new rules get pulled out of the game, right? But they didn't, and they didn't pull him soon enough, and now they've really tightened I think these last year and this year especially with independent people to say, and I'm a yep. Packer fan, you're an Eagles fan, you know yep. if if Wentz or or Rogers gets nicked up and all of a sudden right. he's looking at woozy like oh no because that means he has to come out of the game, and more than likely you right. know more than I do, right? Man, right. he's messed he, up. You're like man. But he could stay in there <laughs> Right, <laughs> there, right. There. We need that to play. Yeah, it so it's tough so That's it's, why you it's, need It's
1: tough And that's why you need That independent because person Because if you're a coach yep. It's like if I take him out of the game like, You're, you're not, fired You're biased You're it's biased all yeah, all like, yeah. That's you know, so money's on the line Jobs on the line securities. on the line My betting ticket's on the line If I have yeah. Eagles like, No, you can't take out You can't take out Wentz <laughs> right now I got <laughs> Eagles minus seven like, could okay. like that like, Unfortunately, yeah All those things go into it And as you said Like when I see it it's, it's red flag. I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, I'm dealing with these individuals after they've had that injury Uh, while they're in the rehab process. I'm I'm seeing their lives change, their mentation change, their balance, their ability to do their daily task. And it's like, Whoa, it's not worth that. We, you know, we need that third down, but like, you do you want to? Do you yeah. want you know, Do you yeah. want to be suicidal yeah. when you're 50? Yeah, you exactly. like, you, know, you want to be there for your family. Yeah yeah at, yeah, yeah. at 40, 50 years old, for sure. So you
0: mentioned athletes. Um,
1: what was you, you mentioned on the ride over? You,
0: you recently switched uh, where you're working, but what did you do more more recently? You so said you kind of have transitioned yeah. a little away from athletes, but what did you do here? And I know you can't mention names, but types of athletes that you treated or dealt with sure. or consulted with with sure. their injuries.
1: Sure, and and that was a big part of me moving out to Vegas was uh, from kind of the D.C. metropolitan area out to Vegas was to be able to do a little bit more. There was a lot of opportunities, uh, not just with the professional athletes, uh, that there's a lot of Individuals that train here Mm in summers and off seasons. Boxing, Um, UFC. Boxing, UFC here for sure. Uh, So had really great experience with a lot of those individuals, with those athletes. But also there was a large need with a lot of the youth sports. And we talked about Dave and I having young children, you know, especially young boys. uh, And the concerns with parents out here and as I talked about with Chris Nowitzki, kind of moving across the country years ago to kind of, all right, if in doubt, sit him out. You keep hearing that uh, to preach, sort to in a, in a sort of way to preach, all right let's be more cautious with not only our professional athletes, our collegiate athletes, our kids, that's the most important part. too. So that's, that's really been my focus is working on, uh, improving baseline testing while I was here, uh, working from youth, from peewee, uh, all the way up to baseline testing, professional athletes before they go into their season. So, uh, and then certainly the afterthought. So, a better
0: what's a baseline test for people that don't really sure know what that sure
1: And a baseline test right now most people think of a baseline test as you know computer tests most school districts should be across the country implementing a test where you sit down in front of a computer and mm-hmm. get a baseline before the season starts so that if you have a concussion you have a follow-up test right after you have the concussion to compare from Post-concussion to baseline. Now there are other things other than how you think that are affected by concussion, and that's uh, where my rehab specialty kind of came in. You know, you can look at balance. You look at how well there someone's tracking visually. You can get all that information baseline and really uh, high-tech equipment looking at uh, professional athletes. They really want as much data as they can before the season starts. So that's essentially what we're looking at is you get a baseline. The more data data you get about how you were before the season started – the better the outlook's going to look. It makes it a lot easier for your doc to make a diagnosis uh, to say, oh, yeah, you've got a concussion. You're this much different from your baseline to now after this concussion. And that
0: leaves open, I've heard, because people want to get around these things. Yeah, I've yeah. heard that the baseline, well they've kind of uh, taken a dive on the baseline yeah. test on purpose to exactly. answer questions wrong exactly. because they know, hey, I'm playing linebacker at well, some point yep. I'm going to get rung up and yep. I want to make sure I can say, even if I purposely tank this baseline test, I have a better chance of, but at the same time, other things you can, you can gauge it. Can't fool exactly, the exactly. like that. You and, know? and
1: that's, and that's the thing. And that's the big thing for anybody that's listening with, uh, especially like high school age kids. And, uh, you know, you want to trust that, Hey, that computer test is going to be all you need. You know, it's like your blanket, you've got your security. It's not because uh, you could easily you know we we love our kids but you yeah. know hey you want to avoid that possibility of being taken out when you really want to be in there so you'll get that uh, fluffing their baseline or uh, tanking their baseline early on with just having that computer test so if you add in some of the other testing you look at balance uh, vision things like that things that you can't tank you put that all in, you get a whole picture for somebody baseline and then you test all of that right after the the head injury and then you get a really clear picture of like okay you know all right let's compare all of this data and yes it looks like this person's significantly different neurologically than what they were prior to the season
0: gotcha gotcha and yeah. in your um experiences was um football players football yep. injuries your number one sport
1: interesting uh it's a great question football is uh men's football is is number one it's up there but right behind it and there's actually been studies over the last few years girls soccer is really really close oh no i've guessed that at all it's close i mean it's right up there and you know there's there's a lot of theories out there the one i subscribe to most right now is that uh because there's a difference it's almost almost twice as likely uh, a girl would have playing soccer would have a concussion than a boy and they suspect it's The, you know, it could be possibly heading, but there's also an aspect of neck strength and neck control okay so especially when you have your high school age soccer i mean if you look at my clinic you know when we're working on rehabbing it's a boy's neck injury versus a yeah.
0: female that impact of a bigger neck mm-hmm.
1: possibly yep yeah. yep you can slow your head down because that's that's really what concussion is just for any of the listeners is like it's just sloshing in there so you don't actually have to hit your head anywhere it's you know just like a car accident you get a whiplash you get mm-hmm. a whiplash with someone tackling you uh you don't you'll have a concussion even though you didn't hit your head physically on anything so uh so that's what they Suspect is you know certainly men's football is a big one. Girls' soccer is right behind it, but you know you'll see lacrosse, soccer players. Those are you know collegiate and professionally as well as high school uh, pretty frequently. I'll see each of those individuals um, after concussion.
0: And what are some of the sports that you people think are more dangerous, but actually don't have as many concussions, or say are safe I don't want to say safer, but like are less impactful than other sports than you think?
1: Yeah, you know I I I'm, I'm biased on that question because I I feel like. Even you know baseball is pretty safe, uh, but you know you catch you catch pitch head. Yeah, <laughs> that's <you know? laughs> And I've, I've I've worked with some uh, some athletes there, both collegiate and professional, uh, after concussion with baseball. So you yeah, that one's a that one's a hard one. I look at everything as like I'm a little more pessimistic when it comes to concussion. I think there's and way more concussions uh, cheerleading, yeah. gymnastics Jim I I, I can find can concussions in, in all red. in all of them. Maybe so. not golf. Golf, golf, you know, that's... Yeah, depends Maybe you're on really area, going area. hard, I don't know, yeah, yeah. you drinking and yes, falling the course, yeah. I don't know. Possibly, Maybe if we you know, lost yeah. our balance or something like that, but golf, yeah, very, very unlikely you're going to see it What about um, here in Las Vegas,
0: UFC, yeah. boxing, that tie-in? Obviously, for years, people considered that the most dangerous sport, uh-huh. more than football, but sure. now I've heard people say, you know, the difference in football is... Before, in football, you'd get, as it tackles, when you go out and tackle someone 15 times a game, so yep. you're getting like 15 car accidents, car accidents. Yeah, exactly. and you're seeing stars and getting back up, and UFC, for example, when you get knocked out, they stop it, and uh, they let you get back up, obviously, if you can, you know, but you're not completely out, and then when you're out, you're out, you're not getting back up continuously, so there have been um, people that said, you know, UFC, although it looks more violent, it's actually less I don't know, dangerous is the right term for, you know, traumatic. Depending, on, depending upon your training, depending yep. on how safe you're being, things like that. It makes sense a little bit because, or in boxing, they said you know, in boxing, I should say boxing compared to UFC. Boxing is more dangerous where they stand you back up, go mm-hmm. back out there. True. UFC, there's no, like, standing count. You're out, you're out. They stop it. Right. It's quicker. It's not 10 rounds. It's three rounds or five rounds. Um, I guess less time to be punched straight in the face. I guess right. you know, or more takedown things like that. So half the time is not being spent just pummeling the head, right. Like, right. like that. Right.
1: So. Which, which you know, and they they're well aware of the last five to 10 years of the safety concerns. And, uh, that's, that's one, uh, from the UFC where they're never going to have a, Oh, Baseline you know, it's, it's, it's safe, you know, yeah, it's or safe like anything the, the perception is that is the absolute, kind worst, of what you're right? getting into, yeah. like, you know, you know, and people, I mean, football same thing, you know, what you're getting no, into kind sure. of the same thing, but sure. can
0: we limit? you know, the type of injuries and let kids play because it's a fun sport and it's on TV and it's popular. How can we make these things safer? I've heard someone say, um, you know, what if we got rid of face masks? So you wouldn't be leading with your head as much because if you're going to break your nose or your teeth or stuff like that, yeah, it sucks. Right. But you're not, damaging your brain and you're less likely to go in nine miles an hour with your head down face first into a tackle like which, so
1: which is interesting uh not to diverge too far off that because you you can kind of compare they, they do some comparisons with rugby and concussion incidents yep. and things like that and uh where rugby is a little more popular in other countries uh so there is that potential and, and that's natural the idea that you have a little extra safety so you're going to put more of your body on the line uh interesting thing is uh there's a lot of safety unwarranted kind of safety, especially in like the high school and like uh, middle school club uh, tackle football realms where like, okay, I've got a helmet on. So like, is, he, is your helmet enough to stop a concussion and there's you know there's some helmet providers unfortunately that are saying hey we've got a we got concussion, concussion proof helmet. Helmet. We got yeah. concussion-proof helmet no such thing yeah. so as long as your head can move as long as your neck is free to move if you're not, you know, it's yep. like, I guess yep.
0: the, the idea would be to like you said your instinct is to slow people down Correct. like a rugby or Safety, even but if yep. soccer is being a big sport you're not wearing a helmet you're That's still right. going for heading and stuff so yep. I don't it's, think there's a way to completely eliminate it and it would change the game obviously a lot if right. they weren't ever or, or, or don't wear a helmet you know what I mean like that and no helmets no yeah, like that you There, know, like there
1: could be There's some Some truth to that For sure Like you, you run the risk Of somebody having you're A bust a, up face uh, you know, And stuff like that Or yeah, a more t- uh, you know, Traumatic brain injury Traumatic brain injury Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Literally break the skull You know That type of thing So you're, you're weighing that But uh, I do think that Especially bigger Stronger faster Our athletes are so much Especially in football They're getting so much faster And bigger at the same time So I mean It's really like It's so starting much to be impact. less Like car accidents And more like truck You know Collisions You know and that At that level For sure
0: yeah, so, and we did mention, do you think, I mean, not be grim right here since you mentioned it, but do you think we'll ever see the day where we'll see, like, a death on the field for football, the way how we getting bigger and faster and stronger and that uh, there'll be a, a neck slash head related death injury? I don't want to be grim about this, but will that be what it takes? For someone to be like, hey, we need. To, well, they've, they've they've done a lot of steps. We've talked about the NFL, right. I and mean, we've touched on this briefly about their independent doctors and things like that. But there's so much money coming in, and there's so much advertisers. There's only so much They'll do to the change of the game, along with they're already scared with losing, you know, viewers right. for a variety of reasons. So, do you think that we'll ever see something? I mean, hopefully not. But do you do you think that would be like a big wake up call for people, or that will just be something that people just brush over?
1: I, I, I think it. I think it would be a, a huge wake up call. I whether or not we're going to see it i i think that's why we have all of the We're trying to avoid it from happening that's exactly why the helmet's not going to come off of those individuals because of that uh that one risk of somebody dying on the field uh versus nightmare too brandy nightmare they don't want to happen it's like
0: all of a sudden now it's a people feel guilty to watch a game or they're scared something bad is going to happen when watching it i mean it's a double-edged sword so yeah i mean so now we're getting and I've met your son before, Nico. Yep. He loves sports. Yep. He loves, I've actually met him yes. when he was really young. Is he a Halsey now?
1: He's uh, just turned five just wow, a week ago.
0: He's a big Bryce Harper fan. He's a big Washington sports fan. Uh, yeah. He's an yeah. Eagles fan, obviously. He's an Eagles, Eagles yeah. fan as well, too. So, yeah. um, so, I had some influence on him. So. When he's 12, <laughs> 13, you know, even probably before that, if he comes to you and says, hey, Dad, I know he's very big into baseball and stuff like that, he says, hey, I want to play football. Will you say yes or no?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. That really is the million dollar question. Right now, Uh, are and hey uh, happy wife happy life too uh, this isn't my (laughs) what's your wife what's my opinion (laughs) yeah so what's her opinion may be different but uh, you know I I have to come from from somebody who rehabs individuals after uh, a lot of football players after concussion I do have faith in a really good process and we kind of talked a little bit about this on the way Up here, if you get the rehab and you get all the treatment, there's so many awesome treatments that are out there. And stop Uh, things at a young age if if things start happening. Right after the concussion, if you get that implemented right in there, uh, you are making an awesome recovery. There are a lot of people who make really great recoveries after these concussions. That being said, right now I don't think we're there. I think you know, I think NFL is working that way, you know, uh, and that's the big one. But so are the other sports to kind of get up there. Until they do, I do have some serious reservations with Nico playing. And, you know, and this is this is he's gonna have to play in high school. He's gonna have to play in collegiate. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of concerns right now. Until we get really thorough, uh, baseline testing, everybody's on board with that. You know, the the process from injury and recovery all of these therapies because there's a lot of great theories that people have no idea that are out there that can get individuals back to 100%. It's just, you know, no one knows that it's out there. And every there. brain's different. Yeah, and every brain's so every like brain's different. So you got you got I I have an open mind right now. I'm hesitant. We're, you know, hey, keep on playing baseball, but you know, funny thing is, he's only 5 and that question's already come up. So mm-hmm. it's it's definitely something that's on our mind and, you know, if it's, you know, something that like, hey, he's super gifted at this. This is something he's really passionate. He really loves this. He knows what he's getting into. Uh, his dad, from his dad's perspective. Dad loves the I, Eagles. Yeah, dad <laughs> loves the Eagles. But dad's also a concussion <laughs> specialist. He's the X-rays. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yep. Scanned. Yeah, you know, so, uh, you know, that's something that he's going to have to, we're going to have to really discuss there. Right now, we're pretty hesitant uh, as a family. But as treatments and things start to catch up a little bit more, I think we'll be more open. I to think that that's positivity. the key you
0: said, open to it, but yeah. at the way aware of it. I think you see right you now. see people when I see guys like Brett Favre and Kurt Warner saying, "I'm not going to let my kids play football." These are right. guys, and Brett Favre said, "Oh, I think I might have had 500 to 1,000 concussions in my life," <laughs> and you think, "Oh, that's dumb." But you think about it, like, wait a second, he played for not just yeah. NFL career right. since he was 10 until he was 40 years old, right? If he had even you know five you know five ten a year sometimes for a younger age and you know things like that it's probably not that far off of an estimate right and and
1: that's and that's where you know there's there's a big push over the last four or five years with some of the big-name docs out there that have pushed for limiting tackle football before high school maybe even before 18 you know and that's those are the things that will probably change over the next 10 to 15 years that I think would be reasonable like seventh grade Uh, I
0: don't know when you started when I was when we were kids we were mm -hmm. on the same age seventh grade was like the first we didn't have like a pop. Warner League in our town is too small mm-hmm. so seventh grade is like the first you could play seventh and eighth and then you went to high school so there's like two right. years of middle school but, might yeah. be a little young like yeah. that you might be freshman year you might be or 16 or some
1: sort of age 18 like you said right. but at the yeah. same time be like oh we need to
0: develop these kids for our money-making college football programs there's, there's like eight,
1: there's eight in those especially those big football towns like and yeah. there's those big football cities and there's eight, there's eight and nine year olds playing right now they're tackling right now they're hitting right now unfortunately in practice which I think most people should take away that hitting uh, and most of the professional and collegiate teams have limited the amount of hitting they're doing during the week. So, you know, all of those things are things that should be globally known, like, teams and colleges and schools are starting to catch up with like once those start to catch up in the game without changing the integrity too much uh remain safer i think that's when a lot of parents will feel a lot safer about okay yeah this is an educated decision right right now everybody's in the dark and i'd be scared there's no way i'm sending my son out right now without you know better clarity about what the best treatment is and the best progress and what are the things to do to prevent and all of those things and
0: like we talked about on the way over to end this kind of a positive note for the yep. future like we mentioned uh um, tie it back to professional wrestling I have a little bit of knowledge on it but also it's been on the news Daniel Bryan who is a mm-hmm. fairly famous professional wrestler um two years ago was told he had multiple concussions had a seizure from one is told you can't do this anymore was forced to retire at like 34 years old yep. had been wrestling for almost since he was like 18 so 16 years or so of, of you know right. that in your body and instead of saying no he's like you know well, I'm gonna to go to many doctors and try to get cleared. So he spent two years hyperbaric chamber sleeping to he was a he's a vegan, so eating right, um, yep. all these different treatments, therapies, and things like that. And after two years, um, the WWE doctor is a guy named Joseph Maroon, uh, who basically um, was one of the guys who did early research with NFL, like the Pittsburgh Steelers doctor, who wasn't the first people that put forth some of these concussion testing back in the day. And he said, All right, if you get cleared by these five doctors independently will clear you because we've seen some improvements to make sure that you're clear. And he got cleared after two years and now he's um, able to wrestle again, which is a pretty big breakthrough because they didn't think they said whatever scan, it was a, a lesion or something that, was uh, discoloration, mm-hmm. they said two years later was not there anymore right. after what he was doing. So it's a positive thing where each the, brain is different. Now, someone else might never amazing. be healed by that. Someone else who's living the right type of lifestyle, doing the right sort right. of therapy, have the right sort of money because it's not right. cheap like yep. that to be sent to these places and doing these therapy. Right. Um, maybe there's something like you said, and I think the key you mentioned was catch it at an early age, treat yep. it at an early age. Don't If you're 40 or 50, sorry, unfortunately, these guys, and I think they know this, right. there's no reversing it, but you can stop it from getting to that level, hopefully, yep. if you um, are aware of it and that, you know, 20, 30-year range, you know, or before that, obviously, in high school, right. it would be the the best. But even after that in the professional realm, treat sure. it, stop stop it when you can if it gets out of hand, but also
1: yeah. watch I mean, warning signs. As soon as you have a concussion, you should have, seek immediate treatment, seek the specialist, uh, make sure you get that treatment because if you get and take care of, it's there's a lot of fear of, and there's a lot of taboo now in the sports realm about bringing up concussions. So, you know, stories like that with Brian, uh, and his recovery, you know, two years out, there's, Told, there's hope. There's hope. This is not. This is not a death sentence. This is something you can find the right therapies, and that's that's where kind of the positive outlook. You know, these things are going to become more and more mainstream. And there's tons of you know individuals and athletes that have made really good recoveries years out after their uh, concussion history of multiple concussions. And the brain is that's why you know that's why I love the brain. It's so amazing. You can. You can implement certain therapies. You can eat better. You can change your nutritional outlook, just like he did. Uh, you can change the center therapies. You can change how well you're getting you know, hyperbaric oxygen. You know things like that. Uh, visual training. You know things that you can stimulate your brain and stimulate that recovery, and the brain will heal itself uh, or find different pathways. You know it, it's amazing. We we still are just scratching the surface of what the brain can actually do when it's given the right stimulus. So uh, tons of hope out there. Like. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of fear right now, which is which is good. There, we were swept under the rug with concussion for a while. Mm-hmm. It's good to have more knowledge base about it. But let's kind of shift our way back to more positive. There's, it's not a death sentence. Uh, get the right treatment. Seek it immediately after concussion. If you've had concussion a couple years ago maybe feeling a little bit off, seek some professional help there. It's never too early to look at that, and that's exactly what he did, and that's why he's where he is right
0: now. Yeah, and hopefully it, it opens doors for other guys. You know, yep. at a young age, they can come back to playing, and, um, you know, whether it be professionals or even just regular people that are looking to feel better, yeah, that now we're not talking just famous people or people in, in general, right. car, people that are in car accidents that are having right. You know, h- headaches and things, and things like that. Or if you were like a, co-
1: a collegiate athlete, or a high school athlete, you're I mean, to you know, how many years did you play up until there, and how many concussions did you have, and now you're trying to hold down a job? You you know, and Things you've like got that, a family yeah. and you're concerned about them. Why am I thinking? Why is it you know, harder for me to concentrate? Why am I so different emotionally? You know, seek that help. You know, look for those, the specialists. And you've got great institutes. You mentioned Concussion Legacy Institute, um, UPMC, say, University you of Pittsburgh Medi- yeah, Medical College. That's uh, where a lot of the concussion research came out of Pittsburgh. Uh, and then Lou Ruvo here in Vegas here, the uh, Lou Ruvo Brain Center, they do a lot with individuals with retired athletes uh, a lot of support groups they do a lot of research in uh, therapies to help those retired athletes uh, both professionally or not uh, local here so Vegas has I think a real uh, opportunity growing here for you know it's a great destination and there's some individuals that have some really good skill sets to help with uh, concussion and potentially chronic traumatic encephalopathy. They're doing some research at UNLV as well. Uh, So there's a lot of great opportunities. So, like, there's positivity. We're going to steer this ship with positivity going forward. On a positive note, uh,
0: I just want to thank Nick Branch, concussion rehab specialist, being with us. Before we leave, Nick, Um, Eagles, are they going to... Repeat. What's gonna happen here? Yes. See, so,
1: oh, yeah. You can only. Uh, there's only gonna be a yes for me as an Eagles fan. So. There's not
0: very much for Eagles yeah. fans to be mad at me. Usually they're like you said. They're kind of known for being surly fans and kind of you know, it's well, like that was, that was before the Super Bowl. Now no, they should all know. Now it's gonna be super now, sweet. So. You to, so I have to warn you though. Yeah. I'm a Packer fan, and number 12 is back this year in the oh, NFC. So the reason crazy. you guys went to the <laughs> Super Bowl is because <laughs> Rogers was not there to stop you from from, from going. So you're welcome. Luckily, wasn't a injury. It was a, a clavicle. You know, yeah. he, he'll be okay. He's got yeah. So um you know hopefully it's eagles packers and the nfc champs this year so we can uh, both uh hey, be we'll happy have a great time. Yeah, so. we'll
1: have to watch it together if that's the case yeah. we we'll see what happens so yeah. all right, all right. All right. I thank
0: nick branch uh anything you want to plug besides um uh the th- things you mentioned uh websites things like that people can go to for more information or is that pretty yeah, much it? C-
1: cdc has some good information on uh you know concussion and rehab and uh there's there are more sites that are coming up i i I'd like to plug, you know, the big thing about, like, helmets, be cautious. You know, any Mm -hmm. of your parents be cautious about uh, buying the concussion-proof helmet. You'll see some disclaimers there, Uh, you know. Same thing with the headbands and soccers. They actually started making headbands that were supposed to be. Concussion I've seen pretty. those, yeah. Uh, yeah. And they, yeah, it's the same concept. You know, it's you, as long as that neck is moving, the head's moving. You can't. Idea is you can, you can put as concussion.
0: much around as you want, yep. but as long as it's moving inside yeah, there, it's still possible. Brain is sitting in that fluid,
1: moving around. So is that, if that that head and neck move too fast, you're gonna you're gonna have that concussion. And so, so make make sure that you. Educate yourself. You know, the CDC has a great website um, on the edu- the definition of concussion and things that you can do, heads up concussion. And uh, look for baselines and look for individuals. When you check to see where you're having your baseline, certainly you'll hear like the impact test um, is, is a popular one. Um, there are a couple other neurocognitive tests. Uh, excellent brain Um uh, Neurovital signs, CNS vital signs, they're uh, popular for sit down testing, but You want to make sure if you're taking your athlete, hey, ask a question to the coach or the athletic trainer there at the facility. Like, hey, can we do, is there some other testing we can do, balance testing or something else like that from a baseline standpoint? See who does that in your community and, you know, look into getting that. It's a good investment in your child's health uh, for sure. If you're definitely a football player, you got a boy, uh, growing boy, uh, growing son, you've got... A girl soccer. playing soccer, not just oh a boy-girl thing anymore. Yeah, yeah. so uh, playing hockey obviously is another Gold big Knights. one. There you go. The here in Las, yeah, Las Vegas, yeah, go Las Vegas. Yeah, uh, and that that'll only become more popular here uh, as uh, well as the Golden Knights are doing. So hockey's a big one, but lacrosse. Uh, those you know, anywhere where you're getting contact, basketball, sneakily, you know, especially girls' basketball. It's again, Falling it's on gr- your head. girls. Yep, yeah. Uh, that's those were my two concussions. So. Get undercut. Yep, yep. Get undercut under the basket. You know, trying to be like LeBron. You know, oh yeah. Then, in those times, it was Jordan. So. Yep. yep. That's a whole other discussion. All <laughs> <Yes. to improve. laughs>
0: right, Nick. Well, thanks for joining us. And uh, like I said, uh, check out the stuff that he mentioned, the websites, information, if you're interested. Um, like we're both football fans, so we're just hoping uh, that we can, you know. Enjoy football and keep people safe at the same time. Have people awareness. I think awareness is the key. So, All right, Nick. I appreciate you being here. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.
1: Thanks.